it's Brian here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Go Be More podcast. We are back. We are a couple weeks later than we thought we'd be, but that is because we had to go be more in a few other places and it took us a little more time than we expected. But we'll get to that in a bit. We are super excited because it really does feel like a new year. Last year was tough for all of us, but we feel we came out stronger and we wanted to start this year off with a look back at our first year in business and share some of the lessons we learned. In this first episode back, we talk about what we've been up to the past month, then we share some of the key lessons we learned from last year. We talk everything from big picture strategy to everyday tactics, and we share some of what worked and what didn't. Finally, we wrap it up with some thoughts on what we expect for 2021. Next week, we're going to cover my new book, Make the Leap, which just came out at the end of December. But before we get into the episode, let me remind any new listeners about who we are at Go Be More. At Go Be More, our mission is simple. We want you to chase your dreams. So how does a clothing company help people chase their dreams? Well, I'm glad you asked. The clothes we wear are like every other part of our physical environment. They not only represent us, they reinforce who we are and who we are committed to being. When you wear a Go Be More shirt, you're wearing your personal commitment to Go Be More, to chase those dreams. And what better way to show someone you support them than to give them a physical symbol of your belief in them? We want the words Go Be More to remind you of your dreams every time you see them. As for this podcast, this is our chance to explore what it means to Go Be More with the people who inspire us and to share those stories and strategies with you. In this episode, it's just John and me, and a look back at what was a pretty bumpy year. Let's get to it. Hey, John. What up, Brian? How are you doing this morning? Well, it's morning for you, right? And then it's <laughs> afternoon for me because you're in beautiful Sendai, Japan. That's super cold right now. And I'm in sunny Orange County, California. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Did you have a good holidays? Yeah. Yeah. So the holidays was much needed. I had a lot of awesome family time and a lot of time to just kind of reset. So I, I enjoyed it, you know, did a lot of cooking, a lot of eating, not too much exercising, but I'm okay with that. How about you? Yeah, I had a very good holidays. For, for me, I had some good family time, but it was also a very productive time. And, you know, as, as listeners and, and subscribers to the podcast will know, we haven't really been publishing a lot of new episodes for the last month. And that was kind of a necessity for me because I have been working on a book and I needed to just get get it done and get it over the line and get it sold. And so I took our little holiday pause and just put a ton of effort into that. And I'm happy to say it's officially out there and it is for sale and it's done. And I'm really excited about it. And um, I want to talk more about it with you, but I think what we're going to do is we're going to have a part two episode uh, of our Welcome Back 2021. And it's going to be just dedicated to the book. So I'm not going to go into it here. I'm going to tell everybody next week, tune in, and we're going to have a nice deep discussion about what the book is, why I wrote it, and and what you can get out of reading it. Well, don't be too mysterious. The book is, tell them what the name of the book is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. That's fine. So the book is called Make the Leap, Think Better, Train Better, Run Faster. And it is targeted at competitive runners or, or aspiring runners, let's say. And it gives some very simple frameworks for thinking better about how you train. And My basic argument is that when you think better about how you train, you get more out of each workout, you get more out of 
every activity that you're doing. And when you start to do that, it creates a positive feedback loop. And if you can consistently execute on a positive feedback loop over a period of time, you can see really rapid improvements in a short amount of time. And that is a leap. So making a leap means kind of getting all your stuff in alignment and really nailing what you're doing in order to see sort of outsized improvement. And this book helps helps to get you in alignment. That's kind of like what you feel is a, an objective that it will help. What it's going to do is it's going to make you think differently about a lot of the aspects of say, in this case, it's mostly focuses on running. Honestly, I think it applies to many different things. You can apply the same principles to anything. I chose to focus it on running and runners because it's easy to apply the ideas in that setting. But I think the basic idea is when you start to think differently about all these activities and you start to execute on them well, it your all of your training just falls in line and the improvement just comes. Right. Right. I knew about this book uh, being developed. I've known for years that you've wanted to write a book. And so we're excited to, you know, as a company to see it out there. You know, it helps us in, in so many ways. It's a, another wonderful piece that we could use to reinforce a lot of the themes of Go Be More, the brand itself. And the wonderful thing is, speaking of themes, we're going to make it the theme of 2021 for our company and for our community of dream chasers. You know, make the leap is is the idea. We want to make the leap in 2021. So the fact that the book's out, the fact that our theme, we had a theme for 2020, which was come out stronger. And we're going to talk about that today or address that a little bit today. I'm excited that you have this now in place, that you've accomplished this goal. And in, in our subsequent episode to this one, I'm really looking forward to diving into it with you because I really do think that a lot of people should get the book because it, it will make a difference. And in, in I think maybe what you achieve this year as far as personal growth goals. So yeah, I hope so. And, and I'm glad you feel that way. And you know, let's let's table that for now. And we'll come back next week. And we'll have our, our big deep discussion on it. Because this week, I want to really talk about 2020. I think 2020 just it ended. We haven't been on a podcast since 2020 ended. It's a big time in America. We've got transitions of, of leadership. We've got all sorts of stuff going on. And where 2021 is is a new year, but I think it's really important to look backwards and to and to look at what we did. So we did, we picked three things that we wanted to talk about that major lessons learned. But I also wanted to start with one of the things that we don't really iterate that much on this podcast. I don't think and we don't talk about it as much as is like why are we doing this? Why why did we create Gobi More in the first place? And what did we learn about ourselves and and what Gobi More is when we throughout the course of last year, right? And so. John, I mean, I, I want to throw it over to you. And I want to say, you know, at this point, when you look at Go Be More and the journey we've been on, what what do you feel is is our mission? What do you feel is the mission of Go Be More? Well, obviously, I'm the dreamer and the North Star goal person. So I, I'm always like pie in the sky kind of guy. But over, over the past 12 months and a little bit even before that, when you and I started working on Go Be More, one of the things that has happened as far as my vision for Go Be More is what I do see as the objective of the company. And it really is to be an impetus, to provide a spark within people to, in many ways, I like to say, like, give yourself the permission, the dreams, like giving people to per the permission or helping them to give themselves the permission 
to start working on things that they really do feel compelled to do, but for some reason are holding themselves back. We all feel like we can improve. And I feel that feeling we're labeling it or giving it a name. We're saying that that's that feeling of wanting to go be more. And our job is to create apparel and obviously create other types of things like content, obviously produce and improve uh, the way in which we produce this podcast to help spark that within people, to provide that spark, and then to nurture that as well. So I think that that's really the clear objective. Before I me, mean, I just wanted to inspire people and I want people to feel excited and, and to chase their dreams. And we use that as far as our branding goes. But truly, I think that the purpose of our brand is to serve as a reminder for people and to provide things that can actually, that they can actually put in their hands or wear on their bodies and be reminded daily of what it is that they feel compelled to do. And that this is that reminder and this encouraging reminder to go for it. Yeah, you know, this is exactly where I'm at too with it is I, and one of the things that being a partner with you has pushed me to think bigger and farther out and have bigger dreams and, and be thinking about what I want to get out of them. But one of the things that's so important is the environment you create around yourself and the small nudges that keep you going in the direction you want to go, the little things that keep you guided, that they act as little guides. And I think clothing is so critical to that. I realized I was thinking about this and I thought, you know, I have certain clothes. It's just, if I want to go have a really good run, I wear these particular, I wear these clothes. They're the most, my most, maybe they're my most comfortable or they're the ones I associate with having a good run and these kind of things. And I think I do, I do that with clothing. Everybody I know does that in some way with clothing. They, they associate their clothing with something, with a result they want or a feeling that they want to generate. And that's what I want our clothing to do, but I want it to be conscious. I want people to be aware that they're doing it for a reason and that the reason you're choosing to have a Gobi Moore shirt and to wear that Gobi Moore shirt is because you've made the connection to that shirt and and who the person that you want to be is, right? And that and that is, I want it to be that reminder for people. And I think it has to be physical and it has to be in your environment. And clothing is a wonderful way to do it. And that's and that's where we don't really in the podcast, you know, we, we talk so much about our inspirational guests and the things that they're doing and the lessons we can learn and ways we can think better. And and next week we're going to talk about my book and it's all about how you can think better. But one of the fundamental things, if you want to just improve your situation is change your environment. And you can do that in small, simple ways that create small nudges, that create small reminders, that create small concrete representations of who you are. And, and I want our clothing to fill that need for, for customers to help them, even if it's just a tiny amount, it will help. I feel like we're this complement to all the other stuff that exists in the space of apparel. Honestly, you know, a lot of times when you start a business, you're thinking about your competitors, or at least you have to be aware of, and you're comparing yourself to your peers within your niche or your, your industry. And I think about a lot of these other apparel companies that have unbelievable brands and great apparel and clothes that they create and design on. And, you know, I don't feel like I honestly, as, as we get to know ourselves better, I don't feel like we we're competing with them as much as we're on a mission to, to just reach people and that clothing is just one of the vehicles by which we're trying to have the impact that we want to have when we do reach people. Cause we have the message, right? Go be more. And we have a, a story behind that message to help it, give it some context. And then we have a vehicle by which to share 
and stay top of mind with regards to that message in order to have the impact that we're trying to have. I feel like you could buy our apparel and still buy other other apparel brands for different reasons. But I feel like we're kind of within a niche of just like everybody's, if you're an apparel company or you sell clothes, everybody's selling clothes. But like, what does each brand mean to a person? You can have multiple brands that mean something to Absolutely. somebody. I feel like, I feel like that's exciting to me in, in terms of our potential. And again, what I, what I think about our company and where we fit into the grand scheme of things when it comes to apparel, I'm like, we're just, we're a player in the market, but my concern isn't outselling or, or taking market from share from somebody else. It's more like, hey, we're in the space with our peers and we're trying to provide a certain need as it relates to the impact that we're having on the consumer. And I'm excited about that. I don't know. I just feel like there's, because of the greater clarity that I feel like we have about our brand and, and our story and our message and the purpose of our, our clothing and why we're doing clothing, I'm excited to be a part of that community of apparel companies, knowing that really we're a complement to what everybody else is doing because we we are very clear on our purpose. And, and I think we do stand out because of that. And I think this is one of those things that really, you know, we've 2020 was tough and we had a lot of uh, transitions and we're going to talk about some of those today and, and, and the challenges we faced. And part of why we started talking about this is that it's important to, to recenter on what you're trying to do and why you're trying to do it. And and I think I, even, despite all the changes and challenges we had, I think it actually, this is this kind of stuff that really solidified for us that it makes sense. We think it's, there's a potential here. We think there's a need and that it's a unique niche that we can fill and, and we want to fill it. So I want to transition us a little bit, John, and talk about this last year because throughout the year, we, you know, it was a tough year, right? 2020 was not an easy year for hardly anybody. And we could talk about a hundred different things that went on. We sort of chose three things to talk about. The first topic was just the sort of initial challenges of trying to get a business started. And this is actually even a little bit pre-pandemic, right? But of course, when the pandemic hit, it shifted everything for us. So when you think back on the beginning of 2020, what was your sort of big takeaway about the challenges of starting a business? I think one of the biggest things for sure, because I know we have a list of things that we can point out. I think one of the biggest things was understanding how to work with others and and our partnership and understanding the visions that we both had when we came into this thing. I mean, I came in and I, I've been thinking about working on and giving speeches around the Go Be More message since two, 2007 or eight. And I was doing some random stuff with printing the original logos that I had created that's nothing like what we have today on shirts and giving it to kids at schools. So, I mean, I was telling this story and sharing this message for many years with this idea in my head. And I didn't really have a real well thought out business idea though, that I could grow and scale like we have today. And, and a lot of that came from, you know, you and, and working with my brother on developing this in, into more of like an actual business. <laughs> so uh, I, I felt like, I feel like, and we did have differences. So that's, that was the biggest thing is trying to find a way to get on the same page. And that, I think that took the majority of 2020 to really get to a place where we're like, I, I was okay with conceding certain things that I may have been holding on to or would naturally want to hold on to, recognizing that the outcome that we're trying to work towards was the same and that we had to get on the same wavelength 
really to give ourselves the best chance to achieve what we're setting out to achieve, which is going to take a, it's going to take years to do it. But it's a journey, and and I'm excited that with greater clarity, my confidence has grown because of it. I think what you're pointing out, and to put it in really concrete terms, just to, like some of the examples we had. This one is we're in different locations, so we're not in the same room, we're not even on the same time zone. So we had some we had some challenges anyway around there in terms of communicating and working on the same projects at the same time and doing some stuff like that. And I think when we came in with different visions, like you know, I think both of us came in. I had this idea of what Gobi Moore meant to me. You had what Gobi Moore really meant to you. And I had also a, a, a list of things I thought, I want to do this with Gobi Moore. And you had the, your list. And I think in the beginning, we were both sort of trying things, but I don't know that we were as intentional and in sync as we needed to be. It took some time for me to appreciate what you were doing, for you to appreciate what I was doing, for us to sort of find a project. And, and I think the podcast kind of helped to do this for us. We'll talk about that in a little more detail, but I think where we were really collaborating together and working together, as opposed to being two people working on the same project, but sort of independently, you know? And the other thing I'll just point out that really changed for us, and we didn't do it in the very beginning of the year, but when we adopted it, it made a huge difference was, was just having consistent team meetings and communication and having the people we were working with getting all getting on the same call, getting on a Zoom, seeing each other's faces, having a chat, talking about not even all about work stuff, but just talking about everybody's lives. I think we've always been a small team. Like we've never, Gobi Moore has never been a giant team with, with you know, tens or, or uh, tons of people. It's always been a fairly small group, but we're a small group that's spread out and getting together and having those meetings, it really made a difference for us. We had to formalize communication before we could start really making progress on stuff. Yeah, no, without communication, without actually using a calendar, putting things on a calendar, having everybody consciously set aside time, I think we would have struggled to really get things done and to establish accountability within ourselves and one another. Obviously, this is a new environment that we're all working in and that we're developing businesses, managing businesses, managing ourselves under with the COVID-19 pandemic. But at the same time, Communication is always critical, regardless of the circumstances. You need to talk about what's going on, what, what you're doing, so that everybody else kind of knows how to operate, not only as it relates to what they're clearly holding themselves responsible for, but what's the group's responsibility as a whole is, is to make sure that the company or whatever project is being worked on is getting done. If it's something that's going to impact the, the business, communication allows for everybody to jump in and support others when it's necessary. So things don't fall through the cracks. And especially when you're not together, you, you need that, but you need that regardless of the circumstances. Communication's always been a critical piece to success for relationships and uh, growing businesses and stuff. So we, we definitely did a good job of implementing that. And like you said, clearly made, it made a big difference, you know, yeah, I think of these things as being sort of systems. You know, you got to have systems in your business. You got to have these routines and these things that you follow that people can depend on, rely on, look forward to. And that was a huge one. It almost oversteps one of the big things I, I meant to say, which is just having the, the right people involved in the first place, finding those mm -hmm. people and getting them involved. I mean, everything we got started with, like we wouldn't have made any progress without Nadine, our designer who came in and, and really believed in the vision and believed in what we wanted to do and just jump-started what we were doing. You and I had a lot of ideas for what we wanted to do and she was able to sort of implement them and put a design and a, and a feeling to them that 
that we maybe weren't able to do on our own with our own skills. MJ, who started us off and, and really just got a bunch of videos up on YouTube for us and, and put so much effort into that and, and was just a great partner. Nadine and MJ are both, you know, for various reasons in their lives have, are, have stepped back, but they're both involved with us. They're lifelong members of the Go Be More community. And we hope that they'll be continually contributing because they've helped to define so much of what we were in the beginning, right? What we were when yep. we got started. I'm going to throw out a few more names. And these are just people throughout the year, like Brigida, Chris, Braden, and Alefa. They all came in and helped on projects throughout the year. And honestly, our whole website transition would not have happened without these guys. And we have Alefa's projects are going to probably be something people see more in 2021, but they're amazing. And yeah, it, it, well, Alefa had, and, and we had a, a script writer, Janelle. Oh, Janelle, that's right. Wow. And, and you know, we're going to stay in touch with all of these uh, individuals that were more or less contracted or interns for the company, but they all contributed significantly and their contribution is just so monumental in terms of us being able to develop the business. And again, understanding who we are as a brand and refining our story, you know, the, the story yep. that we want to tell. And I'm so happy that we had the experience of working with other people in the way that we did. It wasn't perfect. I know that I would have loved to have managed the internships and, and apprenticeships even better, but I learned from it. And I tried under the circumstances to do what I could and this is one of the things that we would always, that we want to mention from today's podcast, as far as lessons learned is you got to try, you know, and I'm yep. so glad because I learned a lot. If I didn't even try, I'd be wondering, could we do interns? How would that work? What's that like? How would we manage it? What could we do better? How would I know? How would we know if we didn't even give it a shot? Because even if you fall short, there's a good chance you can improve it because you had the experience versus you're going you're gonna to go through that learning curve anyway. Uh, you might as well go through it sooner rather than later if you're open and willing to try. And every single one of these individuals that we've named, we owe a huge debt of gratitude to for so many reasons because the future of our company really hinged upon what we did the previous year. And we accomplished a lot. We learned a lot because of them. Yes, a hundred percent. And I think, I think on all this podcast, you know, people listen to us, it's often you and me and maybe a guest who's coming on and we're having these great conversations and we're talking about this stuff and go be more, uh, can sometimes seem like it's just us two, you know, because we're the, the people that people get exposed to, but there's always been a group of people who are just doing amazing work behind it. And we haven't talked about them much, but this feels like the right forum to make it very clear. One of the lessons we wanted to learn that we really learned is the importance of finding the right team, keeping the right team staying motivated and working together with the right people. And I think we, I think we did well in that, in that regard. I think we actually did quite well, but I think that's the importance of it became even more clear and we need to keep doing even better going into 2021 in this area is keeping the right people involved with us and working with them. And um, again, the communication, like everything drives from communication, whether it's your relationships, whether it's your work, it's, it was critical for us in 2020 and it's going to be critical for us in 2021. It was a huge, obvious takeaway from the last year. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. With the right people in place, definitely don't want to pretend that you could do things of this nature by yourself anyway. And why would you want to, it's better together. You know, it's better to, you know, have people around you that, are on the same page that would support your growth. And, and we've been fortunate enough to not only have that, but to do a really good job, not perfect, but a good job of staying in touch, asking questions, getting support, implementing that support and, and showing our appreciation for feedback 
by letting others see our growth and really showing that we're listening and, and applying it. You know, some of the other people that we should mention, because they're mentors uh, of ours or just have been great additional team members, not official like employees, but like contracted team members that we've worked with uh, for at least three months or more and, and are excited to continue that relationship well into 2021. The podcast people <laughs> that we've recruited with Michelle Wells over at Creatives Collective Marketing and Joe and Matt from uh, Hustle and Flowchart Podcast, the podcast production school for referring Michelle Wells to us and her team. Our podcast has grown and we've really felt, I think, more committed to it because of the support and mentorship of Joe and Matt. And then, of course, with Michelle jumping on and her editing skills, constantly getting better every single episode, her show notes, her efforts to help us to produce a final, really professional final product per episode. When she started to get involved with us, I think it was in October 2020. Oh my gosh, huge, huge difference. Without them, we wouldn't be as confident, I think, as we are. And we wouldn't have what we have. 70 something episodes published. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the right transition because the, the next topic we wanted to talk about was the podcast. And and Michelle and Joe and Matt were great mentors. Nadine and Brigida helped us with all the design work on it. And I just want to show, throw a shout out to my friend, Nikki, who listens to the podcast and sends me detailed feedback on things I can do better. And and honestly, she's made me a better podcaster just by being a listener and a friend and somebody who's willing to point out that feedback. And I want to come back to the podcast. These are the people who helped us to make it. And obviously we're the hosts and you guys hear our voices, but it's not a, it's not a two person effort. But the big lesson that I took away from the podcast was that when we, when COVID hit, we started this podcast in April, when COVID hit, a lot of what we were doing just stopped working and we needed to find something. And we, we had always wanted to do a podcast, but we decided to invest in it. And it did a number of things for us. One, it gave us something we could really build on. It had a consistency and a routine that forced our week to work around it to, to make us prioritize. And it just became that thing that we both believed in that became sort of a foundational element of, of what we were doing, right? And because it was working and because it was it was positive in so many different ways, I think it really helped us to navigate what was a very difficult summer. It gave us something to really invest ourselves into. And, and that was one of the big takeaways for me is you have to find something and get something working so that you can have something to build on. We have, you know, a note to ourselves about like one of the challenges and one of the things that makes it tough to start a business is like personal lives. Right. Yeah. And I, I got to tell you, like, so just going through things and, and you know, personally and, and with COVID and everything else that I, you know, was had on my plate personally, Having the podcast and in the middle of, uh, you know, to support the growth of, of our brand. Oh, man. I mean, I personally think that you do need to find something that, that you could build your business upon. You might have other things that, that may be critical or like what your business is all about. But if you can't get those other things going and that's the only thing you have going for your business, your business is going to struggle. So the podcast was a huge uh, saving grace for me. For sure, because it was that thing where I couldn't get a lot of stuff going mentally and emotionally around the business to get myself to post more on social media or to write more or to actively seek out before COVID hit more speaking engagement stuff. But this was one of those things that it just made sense for me. It was easy for me to, I said it to you, I am 100% in. Whenever you want to record, I'm just going to record with you and we're just going to make it happen. 
And because of that level of commitment to at least one aspect of the business, it made it so much easier to commit to other aspects of the business, even if it was just chipping away at it piece by piece. And I love that we found ourselves doing the podcast and boy, did we commit. We really did. We committed financially, even when revenue wasn't there, we committed and we invested in ourselves and you have to do that in business if you want to be successful. And that showed that we believed in the idea of the podcast. We believed in the brand and we believed in ourselves and the podcast gave us that opportunity to do those things. So it was a big thing. It was a great decision, I should say, that we made for our brand in 2020. 100%. I Honestly, it was probably the best decision we made. And not only for, it got us on alignment in a number of ways, the ways that we were struggling to, right? But it, it really got us together. We gave us something we were collaborating on in that way. But it it connected us with partners, with potential customers, with different people who we might have taken a lot more time to get to know, but it created opportunities for the future, for it created sales for our products, for people listening to the podcast in the first place. It did all these beneficial things. But fundamentally, I just, I look at it and I think it gave us something that we could control and invest in and and build that was almost, you know, COVID independent, right? Like there was a lot of things that we might've wanted to do that we were really hamstrung on and that we couldn't do on our own and that we couldn't do very quickly. And we couldn't really test and iterate and try and and what I call fail productively, where you, you just keep working on it until you figure out what works. And and it, it was that thing. And I think it can be that thing for other people too. One of the notes I know you that you have is that podcasting is something that all businesses should be considering because of the multiple benefits you get out of it. And I 100% agree with that. I think there's potential for all companies, brands, and probably people to be doing something or considering a podcast as a beneficial aspect to what they're trying to get, get done. Yeah, you need to find things that you can build your business upon. And I think that the podcast for businesses for sure are one of them. Yeah, 100%. So I'm glad we did it. I feel like we've grown as a company because of it. And I, I feel like we have a foundation now to build our apparel off of, to build so many other things off of it. So again, I, I think that a big takeaway for us is you know, maybe establishing a second thing that we feel we could build our business upon would be something to, to think about. I think that we've really affirmed our commitment to the apparel side of things. That's and because right. we talked about, is that even the right direction to go for the brand? I mean, we can literally do whatever we want. And that's another thing to throw out there is that don't get stuck and think it, I'm going to force my way down this one path because I really want to do it. It might not be natural for you. It might not be the right time for you. All these other things. And I think that to be open and honest about it, like we were like, we, we like the idea of apparel, but we're like, boy, we really don't know if that's the right direction for us for a number of reasons, but finding the right partner in Mason and, and his company, who's our new product and fulfillment partner for Gobi Moore, because we switched from you know one vendor to them. And that was a big transition for us. That gave me more confidence in our ability to grow in that area. And I think that maybe having the podcast now as a foundation from 2020, and then putting now in place a great apparel product and fulfillment partner for 2021. I think we feel more confident in our ability to do that. And that'll be our second leg for the business. And honestly, if we can, we can knock that out the park this year, and then we have a, a strong podcast to do a second year with that, and then a really solid 12-month run with growing the sales in our apparel side of our business, we've now established two really strong aspects of our business that we want to reinforce going into the third year of the business. And 
having a, maybe a third thing that we could build upon. And I think it's just funny enough. It's like, you want to do a million things at once, but I'm like, man, if you could do one thing really well and get that going, you could have a thriving business that can grow every year upon itself. And that's kind of what my takeaway is from how things worked out so far for the company since we launched in 2019, November, and how things have progressed uh, since then. Yeah. I mean, you talked about the apparel. That was our number three. It's just like the big theme from last year was we wanted to be a clothing company and apparel company. And we started off with a supplier who was very sort of limited in what they could do for us. And then when COVID hit, it became almost impossible to do anything. And we were really stuck. And when we decided to change it, uh, this is where, you know, having the right people in your life can make a big difference. Mason stepped in and helped to guide us to, to understand better what, what our options were and what we could do and how we could do it. And, and he really sort of, you know, mentored us through this process. And, and now we're in this great position. It took some time though, right? Like it wasn't like when we made this decision in the middle of the summer, it was, it was sort of like, well, okay, do we have to do research? We got to do this. Everything, we finally went live with our new website in December. And that took quite a long time, probably longer than we expected and maybe even longer than it was required. But what this whole transition made us do during 2020 with the trying to figure out who we want to be and what's working and what's not and where are we headed is is we had to work through some of that. And then when we finally did that, it was like, well, you know what? We want to completely change the website. We want to change our emphasis on the website. We want to change our message a little bit here. We want to put our emphasis. We want to shift the emphasis. It's not so much changing the message, but shifting the emphasis. And when we made these decisions, it became a really, really big project for us. And that was basically the second half of 2020 was reestablishing ourselves. And at the same time, integrating in with a new supplier, learning the new processes, learning the new systems, learning to communicate, learning all these things that we need to learn about what our options are, what we can do, what we can't do, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, Mason and Candice did so much of it for there. Nadine, of course, was involved in the beginning, getting us getting us started with, with clothing in the first place. And we've had, you know, help from various people who've guided us. But I, I really, when I look back on 2020, I actually think I, I don't as much think about the podcast because the podcast is this routine. It works. It's, it's, it's what we've always been doing. The new transition to the apparel is what I'm most excited about in the sense that we're, as we position ourselves for 2021, I think we have the opportunity to do so much more than we were able to do before to do it with better pricing, better cost structure. Everything about it is, it's just, I feel like we're, we're finally where we needed to be, where I thought maybe we were last year when we got started last year. And then it, it took last year to make you realize that, no, no, we really weren't where we thought we were last year. Now we're finally where we need to be, I think. It makes you appreciate when you look at like certain brands, like a brand that I admire and liken us to just somewhat is like a brand like Life is, is Good. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing about the story with the two guys that had started Life is Good and what a great story, you know, but how they started when they were just like driving around the country with these shirts that they had made going like walking on, walking on college campuses, knocking on like dorm room doors, door to door said, Hey, would you want to buy this shirt? And and that's how they started. Life is good. And it's like, you know, this crazy global, successful, amazing apparel brand. And I'm like that. And they talk about it. They're like, we didn't, we weren't, we didn't all of a sudden blow up after one year. It took years. Yeah, It took years and years and years to get to where they are now. And I'm not saying that it will take us years and years and years, but 
I think you have to have that commitment within yourself to say, like, do I really want to do this? Am I in it for like a quick buck or am I doing this for for greater reasons than just money? And am I willing to fight to find a way to make it something that I could do and make a living from it? But again, remain focused on and put emphasis on like the purpose behind it, the real purpose behind it. And I feel like that is our commitment to go be more because we feel like it's more than just selling clothes. It's about creating an apparel company that allows us to, to share a message and establishing a legacy, honestly, for others to be inspired by, you know, for years to come. And that takes time, you know, that just takes time. And I love the, the fact that we thought we were in a good spot when we had our first event <laughs> I thought we were in a good spot for sure. And no knock on that vendor, you know, I'd love to say the name is printful.com. I think that they're awesome. And for a lot of companies, for a lot of brands, they're perfect. We wanted to be more than just a brand. We really wanted to be an apparel company. And again, Mason educated us. Thank goodness you, you got to have yourself surrounded by people that know what they're talking about. We did not know what we now know until Mason pointed out there's a difference between just being a brand that puts your stuff on clothes and being an apparel company. And we want to be an apparel company. And that that's going to take time. And, and, and he's showing us the way. And we're very fortunate to have people like him in our corner to help us to create the company that we weren't too sure we wanted to create until we went one direction and was told, hey, well, you got to adjust a little bit if you really want to get to that other place. And I think that that was a huge, huge blessing for us. And I'm excited because I feel stronger about that commitment than I ever did before, you know, you know, when we first started. I want to call out two things. And this is something that Mason has said to me multiple times. I know he said it to you too. And it's, you have to know your why. You have to know why you're doing what you're doing. Every time I talk to Mason, I say, what do you think about this? He's like, why? <laughs> what is it? And, and I love it because it centers me. It keeps me focused on exactly that. And it's been a good lesson for me because you, once you know that you can build on it, right? Like that's what you're building on. Right. And that is the kind of thing that it's been a good lesson for the year is to challenge yourself to really ask, you know, does it align with your why, like what you're trying to do? And one of the things, the second one is it's a smaller thing I feel in some ways, but I really loved our first website and transitioning to a new platform with a new design, with a new everything. I was a little bit, I'll say reluctant about it, or I wasn't sure if I, if we should do it or if we needed to do it, or, you know, I just sort of felt like um, it was a lot of work. What, how much gain was it? But the reality is actually, I think we really needed to do it. And the lesson I took away from that process was you can have something that's great, but still not right. It's, it doesn't, it might not be fulfilling the purpose you need as great as it is. Right. And so it was a good reminder that you have to focus first on your why and what the purpose of what you're trying to do is figure out what that is and then, and do that. And just because you love something doesn't mean that it's the right fit for what you're trying to do. Build around your why. That's, that's it. Down, you're taking notes. <laughs> no, I know. And I'm saying it out loud at the same time because that's it. You know, our focus is now really on apparel, but we understand why. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So, John, you and I each wrote down three, I think it's three. I don't know. I wrote down three things that we, we wanted to wrap up this first episode of 2021 with some advice 
for our fellow entrepreneurs out there, people who are maybe listening to this and thinking about, you know, what it is their companies they're either in or considering starting. Why don't we go one by one and just really quickly mention it, why, why we think it's important. And then, and we'll, let's go through these and then, and then we'll wrap up with our outlook for 2021. Sounds awesome. You want to go first? Advice uh, for fellow entrepreneurs? Yeah, no. So, so yes, I would. Advice that I have. So three big things. Do Slow one. Down. Just do one. You do one. I'll do yeah, one. Yeah. We'll go back and forth. Yeah. Okay. So the first one for me is take your time, slow down and pace yourself because at the end of the day, you know, you're going to get there when the time is right. Trying to force it or think that going faster or rushing through things just isn't going to help. I've learned that lesson. I feel like I move like a turtle now. Sometimes I lose opportunities, but things get done better. People are happier, you know, and things work out better for me because I feel less stressed. So that's my first lesson is, in, you know, in two words, slow down. I like it. My first one was also two words. It's try stuff. It's And, and really, you don't necessarily know what's going to work until you try. You don't know what you're going to enjoy until you try it. You don't know what you're going to really dislike until you try it. And often what you try first isn't really what works first. But if you iterate and if you keep tweaking and you keep doing something and you keep working on it, you can find it. And I think that was where we had to do that a lot. And some of that was driven by COVID and some of that was driven by us starting stuff with an idea that we know is good, but not exactly sure how to execute on it. And then we have to iterate and we have to figure out, well, that didn't quite work. Let's look at why and let's figure out, let's see if we can tweak it a little bit and change it. And I just think you're going to have to do that. So start off anything you're doing with that mentality. Test, do small tests, see what works and then and keep iterating until you figure out what really, really works for you. I, I really love that, honestly. Really, really love that. I like to just go for it, you know? <laughs> That's right. But you gotta, but, but you gotta... You, you, you got to do it slowly. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my, my number two was build something that you could remain passionate about. Build what you're passionate about. Actually, don't, don't just build stuff because it's the fad. If you're not passionate about it, I don't care if, if it's a trending thing. I don't care if you could make money real fast. I think you're just going to hurt a lot of people and maybe even hurt yourself in some way, shape or form. If you do stuff that you're not really invested in emotionally, like you got to be careful because obviously you don't want to be too invested in something in a way where you're, you're allowing your emotions to govern you. Like Gobi Moore could have been that for me. And I'm just like, I want it to be about me and I want it to be my way. And I'm like, no, it's, it's based on my personal story and my personal experience and my personal journey. But I want to grow out of that and have the brand really become the thing that helps other people tell their stories. So for me, I'm passionate about people. And that's really why Go Be More is becoming what it's becoming. It's not about me. And my passion has always been about people. So it makes it easier for me to want to grow that. But if you're not passionate about what you're doing, and it's not something that you could see yourself doing in a couple of years, starting it might be a waste of your time, you know, because you could be doing something I feel better for your, your own personal growth. And also, I think more beneficial to others. You know what? I think that's true. And without going into too many details, you know, you and I had discussions about business opportunities that we knew had opportunity to make more money quickly because of the contacts and because of the opportunities and the things. But I literally came down to the discussion of we can work on Gobi more or we can work on this. And 
we opted not to take the quick money because we both looked at those opportunities and said, well, neither of us are particularly passionate about trying to do exactly that thing. And, and, and it probably would have consumed us to the point that we wouldn't have worked on Gobi more because it just would have become a full-time business. And I think it's really important, even though that might be difficult, right? Like it's, it's, so I love that number two. And, and honestly, what's funny is I'll just tie this in. in our next episode, we talk about the book. I've been thinking about my book for years and years. And my book is totally related to Gobi More. And it's part of why it makes so much sense for me to be working on Gobi More as a company is because it aligns with who I am and who I want to be and what I want to put out in the world, right? So it's it's a fit, right? So right. Um, my number two, find great teammates. Those teammates can be literally on your team, your coworkers and, and, and founders, or they can be partners, but you have to find great people. Nadine did in some ways, I feel almost everything for us in the beginning and has continued to support us and and continues to drive us. Michelle, when she came on with the podcast, just sort of unlocked a lot of what we were trying to do that we were struggling with for bandwidth issues and and knowledge of everything around podcasting. And then of course, Mason with the apparel, just you need to have these people in your, in your life. And so cultivate those relationships, find them, make them part of your team because all of your success is going to come from, from the support that you have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's just crazy. You, you point those people out. You're like, I'm like, oh my gosh, those big parts of our business, you know, yeah. are getting our clothes and getting the website up. Nadine, without her, well, I think we'd still be at ground zero. <laughs> Michelle, I, I, she just made our podcast so much cooler and better because we knew we had such an amazing person supporting us to do it. And yep. then of course, apparel. I mean, I don't even know if we'd really even be a real player in the game now without Mason being a part of the team. So, wow, guys, seriously, whatever you're trying to do, don't pretend to be the expert. If you're not find the experts that will support you and put and have them on your team, have them support you however they can. So you can start to make progress. You might not start where you want to be, but you'll be well on your way. If you can get those people to help you get started, you know, and thank them along the way. For sure. My last piece of advice is the alignment of your goals. You know, really working on that as it relates to what you're trying to do and what everybody else on your team, especially your partners, are trying to do. That's going to take time because you're all going to start out and be like, yeah, we should do this thing. And then when when you actually get into it, uh, that changes. Everybody's level of commitment is going to be tested. Everybody's level of investment is going to be tested. Everybody's interest, everybody's vision, it's all going to be tested because as things come up, as the market talks back to you, because you start talking to the market that you're trying to attract and target and win over, it's going to tell you yes or no, maybe, I don't know, and all this stuff. And you're going to have to adjust. Everybody's going to have to adjust and hopefully find alignment in terms of whatever pivots you make. And so I think it's critical to be open to and be aware of the fact that you're going to have to make adjustments to what you think are the right goals and similar ideas uh, that you might have in the beginning with those that you're going to be working with. And hopefully we'll continue to work with if it works for everybody. hundred percent. It's just, it, it, it's a constant flux. And as new opportunities come and people have different opinions about it, people have different interests and where they want to take different things. And it's, and, and that whole alignment, the more you're in alignment, the better it is. hundred percent agree. My last one, 
it's kind of a, a cheat in some ways. It's a thick, I, I stole our theme from 2020, which has come out stronger. And the, the thing is, I actually, I thought about this. I'm going to do a little shout out to my mom. When I was growing up, my mom used to always say, we used to go camping, right? And her rule about camping was leave it cleaner than you found it. And wherever we went, whatever we were doing, it was always leave it. It, it was always clean up after yourself, leave it cleaner than you found it, leave every place better than you, than you found it when you got there. And that was one of her sort of mottos. It's just this thing that it would always come up at the end of everything we did, leave it better than you found it. And I think that basic mentality, it's a fundamentally like go be more mentality, come out stronger of, from whatever you're doing. Like 2020 was really rough. And I, I feel like on paper, we're way behind where I thought we would be. If you're just looking at like what I thought we would be doing in terms of revenues or, or some, whatever the, the expectations I had at the beginning of 2020, but we're actually stronger still than we were at the beginning of 2020. Like we're in a better position, regardless of whatever my expectations were that all those got thrown out the window when we had a global pandemic. And, and the, the key thing I think was that we, we built a stronger apparel partnership. We put out 70 episodes of a podcast that, that we get great feedback on. We have a clearer plan of who we want to be, and we're just in a really good place right now. And we we came out stronger. And I think that was, it's my advice as a mentality for anybody else who's doing this kind of stuff is focus on continuing to strengthen your position, even if it's not, you're not able to get to exactly where you want to go, right? Keep the mentality of being positive and productive and improvement. And, and I think it will, it will keep you more sane as you go through the challenges that you're going to face. Basically, you're going to find a way to, to get better, to keep getting better, no matter what's going on, no matter how rough things might be like 2020 was, finding a way, making the commitment mentally saying, we're going to come out stronger from this, no matter what, we're going to come out stronger for this. It, it makes you get the most out of whatever's happening. That's pretty cool. That's right. you know. And I felt like that was the attitude. And we said it a lot throughout the team, throughout the year, right around when the pandemic happened, we're like, what do we say to our community? come out stronger. You know, right. let's come out stronger. Don't sit around and cry about what's happening. Make the most of every moment as well as you can. Stay focused on what you want. And when things get better, you'll be better, you know, yeah. so that you don't look at back at that time and go, oh, I really wish it. I could have done all these things that I, if I would have just focused on it or made the effort, that's where come out stronger comes in. That's right. Yep. So, that leads us into 2021, and we are going to wrap up this episode pretty quickly here, but we do want to call out a few things. You know, we have sort of our, our goals, we have our things, we have our motto. John already mentioned it. 2021, we're going to make the leap as a company. We're going to focus on doing the consistent work that leads to rapid growth in the future, right? Like that's basically what, what a leap is. It's doing the right work consistently and trusting that the growth will come in the future. And that is that is our sort of motto for 2021. And John, if you want to talk about a couple of just a high level outlooks, and then maybe I'll just wrap up by talking a little bit about what we're going to do with the podcast. Yeah, the, the big things are, you know, that we have in front of us that we totally agree on is obviously sell more clothes. You know, That's we right. want to have more people <laughs> wearing uh, the Go Be More brand and using that every day as a mantra or a motto that keeps them going, you know, that keeps them growing and helps them to stay consistent. We want to grow our community. I love to call everybody in, in our community dream chasers. And it, that, dreams don't have to be big. They could be small little steps every day. And we just want to keep everybody moving forward in some way, shape, or form, striving to be just a little bit better than they were the, the day before. So that's what our community is for. It's on Facebook. 
And I just posted something new today and we're going to keep growing that every day with something, but it's a great community and, and we want to see that grow. And then of course, last but not least partnerships, we want to work with more organizations, more teams, more clubs, again, you know, working together with groups to inspire one another that already have that kind of mentality. We'd love to see our company and our apparel support the efforts of, of other groups and other brands that align with what we're trying to do. Absolutely. And for those of you who are subscribers or who are longtime listeners of the podcast, as you know, last year, for most of last year, we published two episodes a week. We are scaling back a little bit. We're going to do one episode a week. I think it's going to come out on Tuesdays and they're primarily going to be interviews. But we, you know, as last year went, we did a lot of conversation episodes in the beginning and we sort of scaled those back and we did a lot of interviews. And we've had a lot of feedback that people like the conversation episodes when we dive into a topic and we cover this. So we're going to find some ways to integrate those back in a little bit. But we intend to continue having inspirational guests, people who inspire us, who we can learn from and who we can draw that inspiration from, come on and talk to us about their lives. And then one of the things we're going to do a little bit more if we can is is try to bring on experts who can talk about a very specific topic that everybody can apply in their lives to improve. And I think we've got a few people lined up and we are really excited about that as well. It would be a kind of a mix of our typical interviews and and maybe more of our conversation episodes where we deep dive on a specific theme, you know? And um, so this is where we're headed with the podcast. Obviously with the apparel, we're going to be launching lots of new designs and new styles and what I want to call it, you know, in a variety of, of different pieces coming up. And we hope that you guys join us in in whatever way you can on this journey to Go Be More and to embrace the, the Go Be More mentality that we're trying to promote. Let's make it happen this year, Brian. Looking forward to making the leap with you, buddy. Absolutely, John. Thank you, guys. And thank you to all the listeners who stuck with us through 2020. Let's make 2021 a big one. Hey, everybody. If you enjoyed that conversation and you want to send us feedback directly, my email is brian at gobymore.co. A huge thank you to Michelle at Creatives Collective Marketing for assistance with editing and show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast, the easiest way to help us is to tell a friend. Whether it's this episode or a past favorite, share it with someone and help them go be more inspired. And at Go Be More, we know that our clothes can reinforce our commitment to be who we aspire to be. So stop by our shop and go be more committed to chasing your dreams today. For all of us at Go Be More, We are what the world is chasing, and we hope this podcast helps you become what the world is chasing too.